Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. I am your host, Manny G, and joining me is my good friend, TX Andy Man. What's up, buddy? And joining me is my good friend, Archimedes. What's up, Archimedes? Sup, dudes? How's it going? Good. And joining him is his good friend, R.H. Larson. <laughs> I didn't know if really you wanted me to introduce really him. set you up for that one. <laughs> I, I know. I just, I was that like, was the what? softest that was pitch. I think I'm a pitch. <laughs> I, was, I, I got too sweaty, man. I just dropped it. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a guy who's also here. Yes. Don't worry. You have friends too, Larson. Yes, yeah, so we have a packed house. And tonight, we're going to talk about all the amazing games we played during 2018 and what we're looking forward to in 2019 so this is going to be an awesome show i'm excited you guys excited heck yeah of course indeed yes indeed i am super excited so um nobody cares how we're doing so let's just jump right in you guys ready yes let's do this thing all right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 2018 was an amazing year some of the best games of all time came out. Games like God of War, which I never got to play because I don't have a PlayStation. And then Andy borrowed Ori's and kept it forever. But then I got to play Red Dead Redemption 2. That was amazing. And there was also games like Florence and Dead Cells. Just some amazing titles that came out. And one of the main tenets of our show was that we're going to have some new gaming adventures. Right, Andy? Yeah. Hey, bro. Are you shading me? Are you throwing a little shade at me, bro? Oh, what? <laughs> are you? Oh, wait. Are you? Is this your guilt talking? You did not <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, play enough actually, games yeah. this year, too? dude. I played all of the games. What are you talking about? I just I played three games for hundreds of hours. That's <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, yes, a lot of games this year. Mm-hmm. I did not play anywhere near the amount of games I wanted to. But I had some awesome times playing the games that I did play. And because of this show, you know, I I played things that I probably would not have normally touched. Mm. So let's just jump in. Guys, what has been some of your favorite gaming moments and games of 2018? Lurson, let's start with you, buddy. Well, uh, first up, I have, as one of my favorite gaming moments, a uh, time when uh, Duff and I were actually playing Call of Duty together. And... I don't know what was happening, but we were getting paired up uh, 3v3 against people who were born without thumbs. Uh, <laughs> people with right. uh, internet that uh, didn't work properly. Something yes. happened. But yeah. I think I was going 32 and 1, and Duff yeah. was matching me. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't matching. I wasn't matching. Thanks. I appreciate it. I was not matching. I was doing very well, but I was not getting 32 kills. Uh, I probably called called in seven care packages. Yeah. It was nice. It was just weird. I think I joined you guys that day, like later on in your game session, and then even like I was crushing on that. <laughs> so like that's how you know. You know. We, was, hey, wait! If that was the day we had that one, like we. Per- yep. 
person we were trying to let them that person kill us because they were getting like zero kills and not the, their teammates would steal the kill we saw for four matches in a row he had zero kills every yeah. time and oh, we yeah. just crushed him and we felt so bad that like, we all tried to huddle around him and let him kill us and he couldn't do it and it just it was sad yeah half oh, the time no. his teammates would get us first get, yeah. get, it was like he didn't know like yes. he thought he was playing like gone home or something he didn't realize <laughs> he had a gun and he was allowed to shoot people <laughs> he was playing the pacifist mode on Call of Duty yes. it was yes. weird that's right <laughs> oh my gosh that was a fun but, night yeah that was that was definitely one of my highlights of this gaming year well, yeah. what do you got Duff what what kind of uh, what kind of games really captured you this year um, well I picked up a PS4 around Boxing Day with the Boxing Day sales. I'm in Canada, so picked up one of those, and uh, I got to play a bunch of the the exclusives that came out actually last year. Which uh, the big ones for me were Persona Five, uh, which is an amazing game. That was my introduction to the Persona universe, and I can't wait for all kinds of other Persona things. Loved that um, Nier Automata, which eventually came to uh, Xbox, but at the time was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. It was great. Um, and then Horizon Zero Dawn, I got to catch up on that. So a lot of mine were 2017 uh, games, Bloodborne, even earlier than that. Like it was PlayStation stuff I didn't get to play. And then more recently, uh, I got into the return of the Obra Din, And that's been kind of cool because I've been playing that with my girlfriend. And we kind of just sit on the couch and watch these people die in these freeze frames and then you try to figure out how did this person die and who did it it's like a game of clue uh on the on the computer screen so that's a lot of fun too did that win something in the awards uh recently return of i can't remember if it was indie or or what but it's come up i know like polygon has it as the second best game of the year they haven't done number one but that's going to be god of war um so yeah it's a great game it's pc and mac it looks like you know if you played like the Oregon Trail or any of those games when you were younger, yeah. it mm-hmm. looks like that. But it's it's really cool. You have this uh, this like thing that turns back time, so you can see the moment of a person's death, and then you have a journal that has pictures of people, like sketches of people, and you basically have to identify how did that person die, what killed them, uh, and and you know, try to piece together what happened to the Oberdin. It basically showed up at port with, I think, 60 people dead, and you have to figure out how all of them died. Oh, that sounds really cool, man. It's a it's oh, a really cool neat. mystery mystery mm-hmm. game. That's, I mean, uh, my girlfriend and I have played other things, like we played Catherine together and stuff like that, but, but Oberdin has been really cool uh, to play with someone else. I know some people do it on their own and they keep a journal, but it's nice to play with someone else and actually just discuss, oh, that's bald guy. Bald guy got killed with a knife. Or, <laughs> or there's there's uh, Conductor Hat Man. He got killed with... Because you don't know their names. You also have to figure out who the person actually is oh, nice. uh, as you go. And the game's pretty good at giving you feedback on whether you actually have enough information at this point to, to piece it together. So it won't let you... Uh, just make guesses unless you specifically say, I want to guess. So uh, I had a ton of fun with that and I haven't played much of it, but definitely I'm looking forward to finishing that up. So it's a good date game. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, right? I, I actually, the only reason I thought about it, I was listening to the Kotaku uh, Split Spring 
podcast. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Hamilton on there said he had played through it with his girlfriend. And uh, Jason Schreier said he had played on his own. And sort of the way that they described it, I thought, hey, this sounds like it would be a really good game to play with someone else. Like uh, even to play with your kids, play w- you know, with anybody. It uh, It's a ton of fun if you have somebody to talk through the mystery with. Well, what about you, Andy? What what sticks out to you this past year? Man, um, I think for 2018, some of the funnest memories that I have uh, are Monster Hunter, I think, because that was sort of the inception of, you know, uh, our new expanded sort of group of friends, right? That uh, yeah. that um, that we found, right? We've all we've we've played all of us, you know. I I would venture to say just about everyone in the gaming adventure club has all been playing video games together for many, many years. Um, but I think when Monster Hunter came out, it was that sort of, um, you know, kind of that, I would say, that sort of gray period where, you know, everybody was expecting Destiny to be, or Destiny 2 to be something that it turned out not to be. And yeah. so we were all kind of afloat, right? We weren't playing games together anymore because we didn't have that sort of common game that that or that shared world that... that uh, that we all jumped into and monster hunter turned out to be probably one of the best things that happened for, for me personally, but I would venture to say that you might agree because Lurson was in there. Voodoo was in there. There was so many different people that we got in there and we just kind of, I don't know. I feel like that really was the birth of what we have now, you know? So I'm going to say monster hunter was, was probably my favorite. Yeah. I think that really helped to motivate us to just really think seriously about creating a, a gaming community. Mm-hmm. It's something that'll kind of bind us and kind of keep us all together and keep us in touch, right. even though we weren't all playing the same game. Anymore. Well, and that's the thing, right? Because I think Monster Hunter sort of broke us, uh, or me from, you know, just mm-hmm. that habit. Right. And then, yeah. it, you know, we were like, well, what's next? Right. And I think we yeah. kind of jumped into Diablo just a little bit. And then, and then, you know, just like the floodgates to o- opened, you know, yeah. Um, tr- you know, truthfully, and I, you know, I kind of made a joke in, at the beginning, but I think you, you, and certainly Lurson and, and Archimedes, uh, were a lot better about getting into, uh, even like way off the beaten path, right. Where I really kept kept playing sort of investment style games, right? Monster Hunter took 400 hours of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, Warframe took, mm-hmm. uh, you know, several hundred hours yeah. uh, all, as well. You know, Destiny, th- those investment type games. But, you know, there's a few others uh, sprinkled in there. Um, you know, I think if my Switch uh, hadn't fallen apart <laughs> on me, I'd still be on yeah. that, man. Some of, There's some great games on that platform that I truly just loved that weren't that investment style game so um i see on your list here that you have a warm frame is that that knitting frame. simulator yeah you're yeah, talking yeah. about yeah. <laughs> there's that's, what, well, that's there. what i thought warm about call, calling yeah. it it's a that developer's just down the street it's pretty cold here right i thought about calling a warm frame but <laughs> right well you know for fortuna came out and i thought well you know it's a little too cold in here yeah it's, warm it's it up for humans bit. too not just for tunas <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. It's not, not my joke. I you're gonna have to pay. Somewhere. You're gonna have to pay uh, Flavorous some royalties. On that. <laughs> oh, was that from Flav? Yeah, I can't remember who said that. Yeah, it was Flav. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Speaking of Fortuna, that was a really good expansion. I've been putting a little bit of time into that. Uh, oh, have recently. you been? Yeah. Man, I downloaded it and I'm like, I have to get in there. I have to get in there. It's, and it's good keep, stuff. Yeah. There's a, a song that plays as you load into Fortuna and it's really good. Mm-hmm. It sets the stage for the characters that they show you now. Nice. There's a new hunting mechanic. So you can mm-hmm. take, you can tranquilize and try to save uh, Is there species. Fishing? This fishing is actually improved, so it's no longer just so spearing really the fish. So it really is fishing. The fish aren't uh, exactly uh, edible. They're oh, usually okay. made of uh, batteries and uh, motors. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> nice. That's the same in uh, Nier, actually, or Nier Automata. You fish for, like, robot fish. Yeah. So there's actually a mechanic involved. So you spear the fish, and then you have a, uh, I don't know, a moving slider, and you have to stop it in the red zone, that kind of thing. Oh man! And, uh, Speaking. That, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Finish that, up, Larson. Yeah, that just uh, stops the fish in its tracks and makes it easier to catch. Nice. That reminds me of uh, fishing in Monster Hunter. How Manny, Manny, whenever he caught the big fish, uh, you know, it was like, oh, it's super easy, man. There's no nothing to it. And I was trying to catch <laughs> a specific type of fish. I can't remember. It was it's the one that yeah. gave you the the fins that would like sharpen your blade in one yes, swipe. Yes, yes, yes. And I could not catch that fish and it was infuriating i was like (laughs) what am i doing wrong and it was i forget what it was but when i figured it out i was like oh like i was just doing like some stupid thing i couldn't understand like the button um presses the way that i would look at videos and all this stuff and when finally i finally did it i was like certainly it was one of those things where like oh that's all i have to do (laughs) but oh my god i think it's like two or three weeks of trying to just perfect that that uh that just like you know a wall of frustration that i was running into but needless to say every time i hear fishing in a game i think oh god (laughs) (laughs) this is not gonna go well yeah, I started my year in uh, Path of Exile. I had mm-hmm. played it. I I was getting into it pretty hardcore at the end of 2017. So I finished out uh, 28 or started 2018 with Path of Exile, and that that is if you spend the time you need to to really invest yourself and understand what's going on, then that is an incredibly deep game. Really satisfying. A lot of fun. And actually, I had a lot of fun playing No Man's Sky. I did not spend an absolute ton of time in it, but it was really, really cool. The uh, the next update that they put in, it was called No Man's Sky Next. Huge update. That was good. That changed the game completely. And um, people people were saying that this was uh, just an amazing experience. And, and it was. It was really, really good. Um, I played played a lot of other stuff, but... You know, I think those two kind of stand out to me. It's really, really fun. Well, you're no Vincent Smalls, but I will. <laughs> hey, didn't you play that as well, Larson? Uh, no, I never did get into uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, I did play Path of Exile, and I agree that game is super deep. Mm. I uh, I got schooled pretty hard by Voodoo when it came to uh, figuring out the perfect build. That's kind of his specialty. Yeah. But, yeah, he, it that game just gets super deep and really fun. Yeah, Voodoo, man, when it comes to, like, that type of game, like, builds and all that, like, um, he would Monster Hunter, too, man. It's like, that dude's pretty legit, man. I, I always jump in there, and I'm like, oh, God, man. I'm like, <laughs> he, uh, I'm not nearly uh, decked out as, like, him, but dude, that guy, that guy 
can figure those games out pretty quick. Yeah, he uh, he did a long time of doing uh, WoW builds wow. and yeah. learned how to do all that. And that's Manny uses that to just destroy games. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's why we're friends. <laughs> now, you guys played, uh, you guys were on Xbox, though, Path of Exile, right? Yes. Yeah, see, Manny was doing it on the uh, PC. Uh, I downloaded it on Xbox, but, um, but Manny was like, it's not nearly as fleshed out. Yeah, you know who's uh, actually playing on PC right now is uh, Deadly Teddy. Uh, oh, he's really? getting really deep into it right now. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, the new season just started, so that's awesome. Yes. So we asked the same question to our friends in Discord, to our community, and we had a couple replies here about uh, best 2018 moments. Let's see. Andy, you're up, buddy. Oh, that's me. All right. Uh, our one of our newest community members. Uh, I really, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's Yam Starch. That sounds right, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense, right? He says, uh, <laughs> "My favorite quote unquote adventure in 2018, believe it or not, was simply playing Far Cry 5, even though it's controversies or lack thereof, and it's microtransactions that I never bought." Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. With it being set in America and involving rednecks, over-the-top caricatures of cult members, drug runners, alien conspiracy theorists, etc., I just had a lot of fun with it. Plus, I forced myself to play the game in as much of a slow and stealth way as possible. I avoided vehicles as much as I could. I discovered in quotes as much of the map as i could and i only used bows throwing knives and weapons with silencers this sounds like uh rh lurson to me (laughs) i also only took companions with stealth as part of their forte as well as uh as well unless i was forced to use someone else it was a blast trying to figure out the best way to stealth into compounds take guys out hide their bodies Disable alarms, etc. I failed a few times, but I succeeded more than I failed, and it was a blast. That sounds like a commitment right there, man. It's just yeah, it does. I'm gonna play all stealth. Not me, bro. I'm I'm a striker <laughs> titan to my core. <laughs> sounds like 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 he's playing Dishonored or something like that. Yeah. I I did play the uh Far Cry four about this exact same way. I loved that bow and uh I had a buddy that we played together and just slowly picking off all the guys it was mm-hmm. really really fun i'm really impressed with this guy uh yam starch if that's what we're uh, going with mm-hmm. he's uh, new to the forum but he's already sent in some uh viewer mail and he's become a really good part of the chat mm-hmm. yeah i'm really excited to get to play with him so hopefully someday mm-hmm. yeah man and uh flavorous also wrote in from flave from our very own flave Fellow podcaster extraordinaire, check out Sufficiently Afflicted if you haven't already. My favorite experience of 2018 is easily Spyro Reignited. This was one of my favorite games on the original PlayStation, and my wife, who is not a gamer, also loved the game as a kid. Being able to pass the controller back and forth, which is one of my favorite ways of playing, by the way, uh, with her while trying to remember all the secrets is something no other game can give me. It's a perfect mix of nostalgia and circumstance. We also had a great time introducing our son to something we loved 20 plus years ago. This is a great story, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is really awesome. I do like that. Did any of you guys uh, play Spyro? No. This was not one that I got into. 
I played it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it I really enjoyed it. I always felt like uh, I don't know. I it was just a little bit. Uh, I was a little bit too young for it at the time, but I I remember really having fun with it. Yeah. And I grew up hardcore Nintendo, so PlayStation didn't find its way into my house until until I was in my twenties, and I'm a little bit older. So Spyro is I know what he looks like, and that's about it. Yeah, I didn't play Spyro. I I, I Crash Bandicoot was PlayStation, wasn't it? Uh, yes. yes. Pretty sure it was. Yeah. It See, was. I played Crash. But I, I did not play Spyro, man. I, I that wasn't that was one. Maybe it was just in that sort of cutoff where maybe I outgrew that style of game. This is probably my Madden years, to be honest. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was was Crash Bandicoot the one that they had the like crazy commercials for? On there was one PlayStation Two game I think that they had these crazy commercials for where it had like the chicken cannon and stuff like that, and they did it like as though those weapons existed in the real world. Mm, I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Crash was like this, like uh, fox looking dude. It was kind of an over the top silly game, but it was a platformer. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Sega had uh, Sonic and mm-hmm. Mario was for Nintendo, mm-hmm. so uh, PlayStation had to find somebody. So I think they just kind of made Crash for that. <laughs> so it's like a triangle fox looking thing Flav is probably going to listen to this and say this is not a crash segment this is a spyro segment <laughs> <laughs> but but in like a more southern redhead draw draw yeah, yes yes, you know. yes, yes. <laughs> well Ori also wrote in and he says that his favorites of 2018 were God of War um, mm-hmm. and he also mentioned Secret World Legends says that it's a reboot of the Secret World it has puzzles and such that no other game that I have played has come close to requiring thought in some research abilities. It also has an enticing horror Lovecraft vibe that I love. One of the most unique games I have played in a long time. Honorable mentions, Octopath Traveler, Rocket League, Slay the Spire, and Forza Horizon 4. And as a last note, he said, and also watching Vincent Small's catalog, his No Man's Sky journey in Discord. That was great, actually. Yeah, that was, was great. a really good addition, dude. That was a one-man channel, but I don't think anybody <laughs> was like, you know, cared. It was like, oh, yeah, dude, what's Vinny getting into? And he would post all those pictures from his uh, his adventures in in space. Yeah, that was, that, that, was cool. that game had um, a great, like, uh, it was a great screenshot generator. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. I, I loved following that channel. Mm-hmm. That yeah, game in general, I mean, I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but um, it's it gives hope to a lot of the games that when they release just get savage. You know, lately we've been seeing Fallout 76 and yeah. Battlefield 5 getting ripped. And I mean, if anybody remembers, what is it, Sean Murray just getting absolutely pummeled in the game media and by players oh, yeah. and all that. Like um, some of it fair, some of it completely unfair, but mm-hmm. uh, but. The, where No Man's Sky is now uh, just shows that, that just because a game releases and, and isn't maybe where people want it to be doesn't mean it won't be mm-hmm. if you give it some time. Right. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I hope that Battlefield Five gets exactly where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we have people at that studio that are really fighting for us. You know, like people like Florian and stuff who are just they're on Twitter and they're giving their ideas and they're showing us different improvements that that they're working on. And uh, so, yeah, that's definitely encouraging. Well, it's the key that it's, it's that you have devs that are listening to their players, but but not getting 
I mean, the key is not to get pulled into the the stuff that goes on Reddit that just isn't related. To, you know, like uh, with Ori, he's talked a lot about Fallout 76 and how much he's enjoyed Fallout 76 and that mm-hmm. he thinks that some of the stuff is overblown by, by you know, YouTubers that, that want, yeah. you know, to have clickbait and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. the game does have issues. It's widespread enough and known, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and we've you've talked about it a lot on here. It seems weekly there's something that they've done that's just not good. But in mm. in general, um, I think if the devs are willing to listen to the player base, the people who are actually playing and loving the game, like they did in Destiny, right, with Forsaken, because it doesn't mm. look like Activision necessarily wants Destiny to go the same direction that Bungie mm. seems to want it to go. But it seems like Bungie's finally saying, you know what. We have a core community that plays this game, and we're making the game for them. And No Man's Sky did the same, and hopefully, like Larson says, Battlefield Five is going to do the same thing. Yeah, I hope so. It's it's a weird, you know, it's definitely a sort of a weird time. I've mentioned it before, where you know, there's there's just so much, um, so many places where people can just throw their their opinion about a game, and I think. I don't know, man. There's so many warring factions, it seems. Uh, And then, of course, there's the people that just want to sort of sensationalize and make a story out of, you know, like some of the Fallout stuff, right? Um, A lot of that is, you know, I think warranted. But then how much of that at some point just becomes sort of a meme right like just a mm-hmm. a reason to like oh what what can we dig up on bethesda now and it's you know it's probably not a big deal but you know i think we just it just takes a life of its own and maybe makes the game seem worse than it actually is you know mm-hmm. and i mean that yeah. that's I, I you know as much as you know we want anthem to succeed uh the division two you know games like that i mean you know, at one yeah. point, at some point, someone is going to just pick up and run or any little misstep, you know? And and how do you talk about the state in gaming of, you know, in 2018, if you don't talk about gamer outrage on Reddit oh, yeah. or game sites yeah. or wherever they're upset about something now? And some of it is legit criticism. Right. And some of it is just, like I said, it's the clickbait. Some of it is... Uh, you know, YouTube changes their monetization policies. And so everything changes on YouTube. And it's, I mean, that was one of the stories of 2018 was sort of the state of um, the games community and what, how, how are we treating devs? Like it came up with Red Dead 2, you know, how much, how many hours these devs are putting into it. We talked a lot about it in the discord channel. What are, what are people putting into these games with their lives? You know, some people talking about like 80 or hundred hour weeks. That's, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. And I know you, we're not going to go down that road here, but, but that was one of the big conversations in 2018 around games. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. That sure was. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, We'll, we'll see. So Andy. Yeah. It's been said that time heals all wounds and that time flies like an arrow and fruit flies like a banana and time wasted is not found. I don't know who says that, (laughs) but all the games that I wish I had time for, let's talk about some of the experiences we did miss. Yes. And we will forever regret. And I'll just start off. I missed everything Sony. Like I don't have a PlayStation. So God of War, Horizon, like so many games I missed. Wait, was Horizon last year? I don't know. Uh, Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. You haven't played it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I missed everything Sony. Yeah, I I missed everything Nintendo Switch as well. 
And um, I I regret it. Nothing but sadness. But um, but yeah, what, what were some of the things you guys missed out on that you wish you would have uh, had time to play? Well, man, for me, I think uh, one of the one of the bigger ones would have to be um, Path of Exile, just because you you spent a, a ton of time on there, and you know, of course, I don't have a PC. Um, another one that comes to mind is uh, is Guild Wars, right? That's yeah. an old game. You yeah, yeah. Rediscovered that game um, this year, and so that was a big part of um, you know your gaming catalog. Um, you know, of course I missed out on that and that sounded like it was a lot of fun. So that, that seems like, uh, one that I would have enjoyed. I have a uh, red dead in my possession and I'm yet to really <laughs> invest time in that. So that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I sat, you know what, probably going to get a lot of hate mail, but, uh, God of war, man, I started playing it. It is great. The music, when I turn it mm-hmm. on I get, and then, and then I just, I don't follow through, man. I think I need to set aside just. 70 hours to just finish that game just do it and i know like you know ori was kind enough to send me his uh playstation um archimedes you know i know you that's one of your favorite games so i think so good dude that's one of those i just have to just hunker down finish it up send ori back his playstation and just (laughs) yeah of all the of all the playstation exclusives uh i think you know other than maybe Bloodborne and then for me Persona but probably not for you I think God of War is just the one mm-hmm. as good as Horizon is as good as a lot of those games are God of War is just one I don't think you can miss I think and that's going to be one of the games of the generation Horizon was one of my favorites dude like that's I, a great game I actually got to play Horizon on, on my own or on mine and Manny's PlayStation but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you inherit a lot of PlayStations <laughs> yes I know well Manny sold me his and then I turned around and sold it. He flipped it. I flipped it. And now he Manny doesn't profit. have one, so he doesn't get to play God of War? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> or Horizon. So what about what about you guys, Duff, Lurson? Anything you missed out on? Go ahead, Lurson. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did also miss out on uh, God of War. I'm very sad about it. But uh, I will be getting it for Christmas. Or if I don't, I'll just be getting it for myself for Christmas. <laughs> nice. There you go. Merry so, Christmas, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, I also uh, did not get Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, probably the same as God of War. I'm gonna probably get it, but I am lately having a hard time getting into single player story games. Uh, yeah. When I log on, I see my friends on, I see what games they're playing, and I say I'm going to play that game. Mm-hmm. But so turning off of my Xbox and logging into my PlayStation uh, to play a single player game just it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had the I've had the same difficulty. You know, I see people playing Battlefield or uh, Black Ops or Destiny, and I, I I jump into those. I I did pick up Red Dead Two, played the first I don't know five six hours, and just kind of fell off it. I do think that there's some amazing things there, but and I do plan on getting back to it. But uh, so I wish I got more of that. Spider Man, I'll be picking that up in a Boxing Day sale, I think, and. And playing through that because I know Larson, you played through that game, right? And you really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Uh, my suggestion would be don't don't get over concerned with doing all of the side quests and all of the collectibles. Uh, I played a lot of the story mode. I did a few collectibles here and there, and I did a few still side missions. But 
I made it a short experience that I really, really enjoyed. Cool. I've heard great things about that game. And then I uh, uh, picked up Origins and Odyssey. And uh, at some point, I got to play these games. Like, they're sitting there <laughs> just staring at me on my PlayStation. I want to play them both. But I also know those are huge games. And Odyssey just came out with a DLC that's actually supposed to be really good. Um, and I haven't even put it into my system to play even five <laughs> minutes and after you know all the great things that manny said about it on the show i i really do want to want to jump into that game at some point yeah i i picked up ac origins as well and i played maybe two hours <laughs> and i just i was like you know what i just want to go play battlefield with my friends <laughs> well, yeah, i feel that too man and uh, that's a big problem games Sorry, Manny. I, I was just saying that's the the big problem I have with the single player games is it's not just when you get into them. It's when you get like, you know, 10, 15 hours into it and then you get pulled into, you know, Destiny or Battlefield and then you go, do I really want to jump back into a game that I can't remember what was happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, dudes, 2019 is around the corner. Oh, yeah. And nice. the future looks really really bright what games in 2019 are you guys looking forward to playing Andy go for it yes oh bro my uh my list is extensive I hope you're ready <laughs> not really uh dude I guess uh you know the the big ones obviously at the beginning of the year anthem um uh and the division two those yes. are those are uh big ticket items for me um for my Nintendo switch when I get new Joy-Cons, um, Metroid, Metroid Prime, that, uh, you know, I was, I was Metroid, the original Metroid, uh, yeah. was such an influential game for me mm-hmm. and it was such a difficult game and, and that was a ton of fun. And so I can't wait to, as a grown up, get back into that world, you know, and, and, uh, just rediscover that universe, man. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, The Last of Us 2. That's another one that uh, that's really high up on my list. Uh, my my kid brother is actually sitting on an extra PS4 that he's going to send my way. So um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So to add to last, the collection, Last of Us Two. Uh, I'm just collecting everyone's PS4s. That's all I'm doing. So <laughs> uh, Last of Us Two is a big one. Ghost of, uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Now I don't know when that game is releasing. I don't know that any of us know when that game is releasing, but that game is uh it's just so gorgeous man i can't wait for that game so hopefully yeah, I think that trailer really hooked you man dude i bro i'm samurai movies were my jam bro the uh <laughs> what, what was his name the blind samurai there was a whole group of movies when i was a uh, samuel was a l jackson no 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 <laughs> uh, god what was his name it'll come to me jean claude van damme <laughs> not him either <laughs> no but um but yeah dude um i'm really excited about that game but yeah uh, but yeah just uh in a nutshell what about you larson uh i am really excited to see what they do with blackout mode in uh call of duty mm. that has been some of the most fun i've had this year is oh, just yes playing blackout with the friends there's always a good story happening uh like archimedes hiding in a bathroom with a shotgun, <laughs> the guy opens the door, and just oh, the look funny. on that guy's face as Archimedes just plows into him with a shotgun <laughs> was it's priceless. It's a winning strategy right there. <laughs> and then his buddy jumps through the window and also just catches a bullet. And uh, 
yeah i just i just want to see what they do with blackout i know they're adding uh they're they're changing the map they're adding new things to the map they're taking a real uh, Fortnite approach with it i hope and i'm excited to see what they do with blackout mode it's I always also, fun to jump in there yeah it's it's great there's always a story to come out the other mm-hmm. side even if you don't win but yeah. when you do win it's pretty awesome uh also looking forward to anthem i do my share winning (laughs) my my absolute favorite gaming moment was my i got a knife only victory in uh, blackout pretty proud about it i brag about it all the time (laughs) that's right you should (laughs) that's not just guy sounded just like you yeah because duff got picked up the bowie knife and i think his character had it on backwards because uh (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't killing people Manny Stabbing him with yelling the at the game, and I promised Lurson a clip of it. And apparently, uh, <laughs> the only thing that got captured was the menu for the next game that Manny and I went into, because missing with the Bowie knife led to us wiping. Oh, that's funny. Uh, also, looking forward to Anthem in Division Two. Um, but uh, following my battle royale thing, uh, seeing what uh, Firestorm is going to be yeah. in Battlefield oh, yeah. Five. Yeah, that's a good one. I've played pretty much all the battle royale games that have come to the console and i've gotten my victory in all of them so i'm i'm looking forward to firestorm i want i want that victory too yeah nice dude me too man duff what's up buddy uh cyberpunk i mean we talked about it earlier i've been looking forward to that game since the trailer released what five years ago yeah um it's been uh, a while yeah metroid prime 4 for sure um loved the original metroid prime played a little bit of the i think echoes and i can't remember what the other was called but definitely that um persona has a a sort of um hybrid game with the characters for persona 5 and persona 4 called persona q2 which is coming to the 3ds i'm looking forward to that uh and atlas Studios, the same company that did persona is doing catherine full body uh edition i'm looking forward to that that's a weird game Uh, i know it sounds (laughs) terrible and it actually looks terrible if you see the the cover you're like dude what are you playing but it is it is it is quite a good game it's actually a really good puzzle game and they're bringing uh internet uh uh like online features to it that should be pretty cool andy mentioned samurai Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from mm. from Software, uh, the guys that made Dark Souls. Uh, that is, Ooh. I'm I'm excited about that. Guy gets his arm chopped off and he can <laughs> he can like use it as for different attachments, like some sort of bionic commando type thing. Ooh, um, that's a great game too, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um, and then just quickly, Last of Us, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I loved Ori in the Blind Forest. I'm really looking forward to that. And then two that are sort of under the radar, but look really cool generation zero takes place in like the 1980s in sweden and basically you were on a a trip to an island you come back from your trip and everybody's dead because some robots killed them and you have to you have to survive and build guns from robots it seems pretty cool sounds like fallout yeah the trailer i looked at some of the videos looked pretty neat yeah, and and it's a it's a open world, but you play instead of being shared world like a lot of the games we play. It's it's just you can have a team of four, so you can play uh, with your friends, but you're not necessarily uh, playing against others. You're just playing against the world. Mm, that's really cool. And then the last one was Control, that just looks like a game like Inception or something like that. And uh, I think that, that mm-hmm. looks really cool. Nice, dude. 
most of the popular games are on my list, like Anthem Division stuff, but there's a couple. Black Desert Online is coming to Xbox, and it, it's available now. It's been out on PC for a really long time, but I've just never had the desire to actually jump in on PC because there's this huge progression curve. But I'm definitely looking forward to it when it comes to Xbox. And this other game, I talked about it a couple weeks ago called Lost Ark. I am really, really hoping for them to westernize it and release it this year, or mm. 2019 rather, because mm -hmm. that game looks incredible. Top-down isometric camera, but it's an MMO with a lot of similar play styles to games like Diablo. Mm -hmm. So it it looks incredible. I am, I am uh, super excited to play that game. Is this the Korean game? Yes. Well, yeah, no, is it Korean? Yes, right. I believe it's Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it just just visually it just kind of blows me away. Really excited. Right. Yeah, that did look really good. But all of our friends who answered the question for 2018 also answered for 2019. Ooh. So Andy, you want to run us through these responses for uh yeah for what we what our friends are looking forward to here? Both show. So starting at the top with Yam Stark. I feel I'm just gonna call him that because it sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound better? Yeah, yeah. Game it sounds like a Game of Thrones character. Um, uh, so Yam Starch uh, is looking forward to uh, action RPG for the PS4 called Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Relink from the makers of Near Automata. So reminds me of Archimedes. Now he mentioned that uh, uh, he was talking in the chat about this game being. Um, Similar to what was he comparing it to? I can't recall. Well, I compared it to Final Fantasy 15. Was that what it was? Um, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, what it was. But and okay. then, yeah, that's when he said it was from the people who made uh Nier Automata. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe that's what it looks I'm cool. Of. Yeah, so he's uh, he now he's over in Japan, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, so yes, I, it sounds like maybe this is one of those regional type games that who knows if it's coming out here or not, but uh, sounds I interesting either way. I think it will be. I, it's one of those ones that uh, there's a lot of these games get end up getting crossovers with like Persona and other like Japanese games, and you'll mm -hmm. get characters appearing in one from the other. Just kind of like you got Smash Brothers now, you got a character from Persona appearing in that. It's kind of common in Japanese games, and and there there's kind of been a resurgence with like uh, Nier and and Persona and. You know, Monster Hunter, that was the first Monster Hunter that was really like huge success in North yes. America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've got uh, old, what's his face from um... uh, Gerald. Yes. From, yeah. uh, Gerald from Witcher, The Witcher. Witcher, yes. Witcher 3. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, yes. it's not just a skin, eh? It's like, it's actually him. It's the yeah, dude. I believe yeah. he yeah. walks through a portal and comes traveling. In. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, Andy, what did, uh, what did Flav tell us here? Flav says, as far as as far as twenty nineteen goes, I want Battlefield to get its act together <laughs> and be great. Also, can't wait for Anthem to live up to the hype. <laughs> Me too. That was a dramatic pause, guys. Yeah, yes. I'm with you on both of those. <laughs> Flav does have the ability to be uh, more colorful than that, but I'm glad that he uh, cleaned it up. He kept it uh, PC for all of us. Listen I appreciate to, it. Listen, listen to the Sufficiently Afflicted podcast if you want to hear this, how he put it himself. This is a family <laughs> podcast, okay, gentlemen? <laughs> we will have no colorful language in here. All right. And uh, Ori says, and 2019, you already know my answer. 
obviously been trying to get people on the hype train since June and only now seeing people hop on board, uh, hop aboard Anthem. Also Biomutant and Pantheon, PC, MMO. There you go. He has been on Anthem, mm-hmm. on the Anthem train for from the get-go, man. All of us have been cautious yep. and just kind of wait and see. He's been <laughs> ringing that bell the whole way. Man- Manny and, and Ori are the chief anthem evangelists, right? We got <laughs> Lurson and I trolling people in chat going like, ah, you play Destiny, you play the vision, come on. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah, you guys are all jaded. I'm trying to I'm trying to ring the bell here, being excited. <laughs> in fairness, I am I am looking forward to it. I I have that the game informer that came out around the time they announced it and all that kind of stuff. It it does look like I'm hoping it's the one that breaks the the curse of the shared world games. <laughs> yeah, me too. That'd be great. So, right. everybody, by the time you get this podcast, it'll be one day until Christmas, and no doubt you're going to get a bunch of junk you don't want, and then you're going to have all these gift cards. So we thought it'd be cool to give some of our suggestions as to what you should do with all that extra cash around Christmas. Hmm. Ho, ho, ho. I don't, I don't think that's how Christmas works, having extra cash lying around after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works for me i get a bunch of stuff i don't want and i just take it all back all right all right all right, <laughs> all right so I, I will start this off i think you need to invest in coffee <laughs> big surprise um there are some actually really good deals that are going on until the end of the year so you could actually still get good stuff good deals until um the end of december and one place you can do that is at seattlecoffeegear.com. They have this whole section about uh, their like last chance items and stuff. They have really good coffee makers, things like that. But I want to suggest that if you're looking for some new coffee, there's a place in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. It's called Quills Coffee. Quillscoffee.com. Go to the website. There. These people are not sponsoring this show, by the way. I don't know why I'm talking so enthusiastically. But they are now. I, I, yeah, I love their coffee. They do a great job. They're really good roasters. They have reviews on their products on their page. I think you should check it out. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Who's next? I can go next. Uh, yeah, go for it. So, uh, something I'm actually stealing from uh, Duff here is uh, the book Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. If you have any like thought like what what is taken what what does it take to make a game like that book really breaks it down it's on my personal wish list for this week this uh, christmas and i think really if you're a gamer you really should read it so that you can like more appreciate like what goes behind what you're doing mm-hmm. and if, i think if more people read that book then we'll have less twitter rants and oh gosh yeah. reddit reviews that just tear apart how the devs are lazy and they didn't want to do this for us. They didn't want to do that for us. Like mm-hmm. that's not even close to what's happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does a great then, job. Yeah. So, hey, before you move pixels. on, I want to sneak in. There's a book that's actually in a similar vein. Um, it's called the Warcraft diary. Mm-hmm. And it is actually a story about one of the original Warcraft devs. And it's all about like, um, you know, their 3d level design, how it all came to be. There's tons of like crazy stories about the beginning 
of uh, World of Warcraft. And it's actually, I, I haven't read it, but there's a ton of really good interviews out there with the author. And I thought it was very fascinating. I've never really been uh, interested in game design, but it is now a subject that I find really fascinating. Um, so yeah, if, if you're looking into that, that's another book you could check out. Uh, the World of Warcraft Diary. Uh, as long as we're talking about books, I, I wish I knew the title of it, but there is a book coming out that is all about women in game development. And I think that's going to be really a good book for uh, people to get into too. Uh, there you go. I wish I could remember the name of it. Mm. If only there was a thing called Google. The yes, ladies of gaming sneak in yeah. right now. <laughs> Man, he can Google it for you. He can edit it. He'll, he'll <laughs> edit like, it. He'll slide the name in. He'll totally it. remember the name of the book. What are you talking yeah, right. about? All right. Uh, the other thing uh, I would say that is a great gift is the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Xbox is really doing a good job with the Game Pass right now. And the number of companies they've acquired recently, it's just going to get better and better. It's called Women in Game Development. I, I totally said that. I said all of those words. <laughs> like right on the nose. It was right Breaking on. the glass level <laughs> gap. Like you do. So you do that editing magic and I will sound like a genius. Nah. <laughs> He's going to leave this in there. Let's see. Let's see what time I want to go to bed. Yeah. yeah right. Sorry, bud. All right. Duff, what right. do you got? Uh, a couple things video game related. Uh, Spyro got me thinking about uh, first four figures. Uh it's first with the number four figures. Some of the stuff on there is just like crazy expensive. Um, but I, I know they've made Spyro figures, Zelda figures, all, all kinds of stuff. If you're ever interested in, and I say figures, these are more statues. If you are interested in, in the game art stuff, mm-hmm. uh, not everybody wants to put that stuff up in their house. Uh, I don't care about looking like a nerd, so yeah, I'm okay with really that. you got a really nice connection, uh, collection. <laughs> well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Cook and Becker, I've never bought from Cook and Becker, but they do. Actually, that's not true. I have a pre-order from them, but they do game art, and they they they'll frame it and like really nice prints that are uh, limited editions and stuff like that. It's a I think it's in the Netherlands. It's a really cool company. Um, Echo Lurson on Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. That was one of the best books I read this year. It's by J- Jason Schreier from Kotaku, who's got connections to everybody in the industry. Um, the Destiny Grimoire, they're actually from the original Destiny, turning it into a book that looks pretty good. I think it comes out maybe next week or the week after. Uh, a board game that I've been having a lot of fun with is a game called Exit the Game. You get to play it one time, but if you've ever done like an exit room, it's a great, fun gift. Like if you have a few people over and basically it's like it's like an exit room, except you play it in a on your table and uh like you have to sometimes you have to cut up the book and it's this is why it's one time only because once you solve it it's done they have a bunch of different ones they cost about like 10 15 bucks on amazon uh they're a lot of fun and then uh just for manny because he drinks the bourbon he's got to try some scotch he needs to get himself a bottle of macallan the older i'll try it the older the better buddy (laughs) all right i should yes i should probably I should probably try some scotch. Start with Macallan. Like Macallan will fit, I think, with you some of the bourbons that you've said you've liked. It's a much smoother. It's not like not a peaty scotch. It's 
uh, it's it's a much smoother like oak cast and stuff like that. I think you. Oh, enjoy here we it. go. Like, like McAllen's Twine and Rare, nineteen thirty-seven. Oh yeah, thirty-nine thousand dollars. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. That's the one you should start with. <laughs> if you have thirty-nine thousand dollars lying around after Christmas, uh, you can buy Andy a PS4. <laughs> that's a lot of cash. <laughs> that's a lot of uh, gift cards. Yes, yes. That's funny. That's funny. What do you got, Andy? Bro, I you know what? I totally didn't uh, put anything down. <laughs> For my gift ideas, but you know what? The funny oh, thing is, I saw is, what you put I'm down. You put down worst. donuts. I yeah, I did. I know. I did. I'm back donuts. <laughs> I saw that before you, dude. I'm the, I'm the worst at uh, uh, buying gifts, but I will say this: Look, you mentioned um, uh, you know gift cards and what you mm-hmm. can get yourself or something like that. Yeah. I would absolutely, if you don't already do this, invest in a pull up bar. And, and the reason I say that is because what if you can't lift your own weight, well, listen, that's where you start, right? Okay, I told, this is what I tell the boys, uh, or like, look, if you're going to play, if you're going to have a long session. Like you can't just sit there and be a waste, right? Like be- mm-hmm. in between, uh, uh, PVP matches, you go out there and you just pick a number, do two pull-ups every match, right? Or one, half of one, whatever. Right. And then that number gets better and better. And so you do two things, right? You get good at gaming and you get good at pull-ups. You get like, swole. You know, that's that's uh, kill two birds with one stone right there. So there you go. Or um, get a heavy bag. But, uh, put it behind your gaming chair. No, just put a put a, one of the door Punch jam ones. Or throw it, I, mine is in the garage. The boys go out in the garage. They're like, all right, go go do some pull-ups. <laughs> nice. But uh, uh, I mentioned earlier samurai movies. Zatoichi. That's the blind samurai. So get the box set. Go watch. Go watch some samurai movies. They're great. They're kind of gory though, so be prepared. Um, but before you watch any samurai movie, you need to watch the original samurai movie, Seven Samurai. It's a long one, but it's a great one. If you like the Magnificent Seven, this is the movie that that movie is based on. So that's a great one to to just buy yourself a rental for a day and <laughs> uh, and watch that movie. It's uh, it's one of the best. And get ready for Ghost of, Su- of uh, Tsushima. <laughs> yes. And Sekiro. Shadows Die Yes. Twice. There you go. Yeah. It's Samurai. Hey, 2019 is the year of the Samurai, guys. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it is? Cool. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, awesome. Great show, guys. Thank you so much, Duff and Larson, for joining us tonight. My thank pleasure. you. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And thanks so much for listening to us. And we appreciate you. And we also appreciate our patrons. Thank you to everyone who has decided to support us that way. And if you want to get a hold of us, just go to gamingadventureclub.com. You'll find all the links there, and especially if you would like to be a part of the club. Go to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord. So we, we're going to skip a week. I forgot to tell you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, so this comes out on Monday. The next Monday, there will not be a show. But we will come at you again in 2019. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. Bye. Merry Christmas. So what guys are you looking forward to? No, that's not right. What games? What games are you guys looking forward to? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's really good. There you go.